Welcome to the Social Work Stories podcast. I am Liz Murphy and under the quilt with me is Dr Mim Fox. Hello Mim. Hi Liz. Hi everyone. So this is one of our COVID related podcasts, isn't it? One of those episodes that we've, we promised that we do throughout the course of, you know, COVID-19. COVID-19. And it, this is good, this one, because it's just a short snappy episode, uh, we put a call out for social workers around the world to let us know what's happening in their practice setting through COVID-19. We've been really interested in how social work practices change through this time, Liz. And um, we were really lucky to have a Nigerian social worker send us his, his story and description of the sort of work that's happening in Nigeria in hospitals during COVID-19. Amazing. Talking about many roles wrapped up into one, that's right. Yes. That's right. I think a lot of social workers will really be able to relate to the different interventions and the different ways social workers are working to support people at this time. As well as some of the same stuff. Yes. As well as the acknowledging the stigma, as well as, you know, yes. the psychoeducation work that people are having to do, as well as the loss and grief stuff. So thank you to our Nigerian friend. Yes. Um, but you also wanted to say something because it reminded you of what? Oh, that's right. So um, about 15 years ago now, I went and did some work in Africa. So I worked in Zambia running uh, grief and loss workshops in communities with community leaders. And then I went and visited some social workers at a hospital in Botswana in Gaverone. And I spent some time there in their hospital uh, and there are some descriptions that our Nigerian um, colleague here uh, talks about where he talks about the overcrowding in the hospitals. And I remember very clearly, and we weren't in the middle of a pandemic then, but I remember very clearly seeing mattresses in corridors with people sleeping on mattresses and um, that they it was just overcrowding like I hadn't seen in our very privileged uh, metropolitan cities here. So um, it was really interesting to me. Uh, it took me back. And um, and I what I always love to see, Liz, is the social work creativity in these times. Yeah. And I remember at that time looking at a pin-up board and seeing a uh, list of the social workers and the wards they were on and their pages and realising that was exactly the sort of list that would be up on a ward in Sydney, Australia. Yeah. And I just think if there's one thing we know about the COVID experience, but also if there's one thing we know about social work practice, is that we are in it together. We sure are. And thank you. Thank you again for sending in your story. And we, I've learnt, I've learnt lots about, about the practice that you are, are performing over there. And I've, and it, got me to reflect on the work that I was doing here in our hospital. So thank you so much. If anyone out there has a story that you would like to share with us about what's happening with you at the moment in your practice during COVID-19, please, please, please record us a voice memo and you can email us um, through our website at www.socialworkstories.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and let us know. We would really like to include your stories as well on the podcast and showcase the amazing work our tribe is doing across the world in this really difficult time. And please take care. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hello. I'm one of the medical social workers at University College Hospital Ibadan. And I'm a senior medical social worker in the hospital. I'm one of the frontline workers, um, seconded to the emergency department of the hospital. And what I do is to ensure that um, we 
stop the pandemic and then curtail it by all means. And uh, one of the first role we do as a social worker is um, we do contact tracing of those that have had contacts with the index patient, which is the persons that have that has been confirmed positive of COVID-19. And then we don't do this alone. We do this in collaboration with the community-based social workers, and then those ones have skills in identifying the gatekeepers in each of the communities and in order for us to penetrate into communities whereby those contacts are located and where they are resident. Another role we perform is to ensure that we allay the fear of the general public. We go on public enlightenment, we go on um, radio program, television program in order to reduce um, the anxiety and fears attached to the virus. And um, one of the things we do in order to ensure that everyone is safe and sound is that we ensure that those that have had contact with the, um, with the index patient go on self-isolation as directed by the Nigerian Center for Disease Control. And then fortunately, we have a social worker on the team who, who ensures that they, they reduce stigmas, discrimination, and every other social cultural issues affecting someone who had been confirmed positive of COVID-19. Social workers is one of those people that provide psychological first aid to patients and their family members because we understand the fact that it comes with a whole lot of fears, anxiety, and then sometimes some family members and patients could be paranoid to themselves. And then for those that have gone on self-isolation, and those that are on isolation, there are possibility of um, loneliness, of them experiencing loneliness. We try to prevent all these through, through, through skills of social workers, like ensuring that they have things to work with, to play with while in isolation. They have access to food, they have access to different kinds of resources. And um, those that are fearful of their job, that's um, probably thinking that their job would be lost, we try to ensure that we communicate with their employer, we write letter, a series of letters to the employer, meet with the employer, and ensure that their job is well secured. Even after the pandemic is over, they are still going to, they, are, they will still be employed back to their um, organization. We also engage in social mobilization to disseminate information about the virus and ways of people, ways at which people could prevent it. One, we, one thing we always ensure and we hammer about is the right of patients and their expectation why on isolation, why at the center, why in the hospital, I mean. And then we ensure that it is protected and it is addressed. So the most, and most importantly, we don't mention names of patients. And then why we don't mention names of patients, you understand, based on the principles of confidentiality. And um, at the time we used to experience problems relating to funding, we tried to link up with um, phone in the, in the, um, donors, individuals, organizations, in order to support us with foods, gifts, funding in order to buy drugs and all those things. So all those things are in place. Unfortunately, most of the drugs patients use in the hospital, I mean, to treat those that has um, COVID-19 are not covered under NHIS and government is not is not providing uh, healthcare services to come in to, to address that uh, gap in care. And most of the drugs are not under NHIS. And, and if not under NHIS, then it, have to be, it has to be from pockets. And family members have to be stressed financially, and the patient himself or herself would have to be stressed financially. 
As a social worker, we experience a whole lot of risk, which I would like to mention. And one of those challenges um, in, a bit to, in, in a bit to curtail the spread of the virus in Nigeria is that there is inadequate personal protective equipment, not only for social workers, for healthcare workers in the, in the hospital. Not only in my hospital, which is in University College Hospital, the hospital is the first teaching hospital in Nigeria, and then we have uh, more than 1,500 beds that sees patients from all walks of life in Nigeria and West Africa sub-region. So fortunately, University College Hospital is at the center of most of other um, neighboring cities like Lagos, Kano, Abuja, Ogun State, and it navigates other cities. So most patients that leave Lagos end up coming to Ibadan. So when they come to Ibadan, they will always have problem with um, overcrowding of uh, patients on the I mean, in the in the hospital, and then and we try to reduce the curtail the spread of this by ensuring that we screen every person that comes to the hospital at and uh, at the first contact. When they, are get, when they get to the hospital gate, we try to screen them to ensure that they are not positive for COVID-19. And if we found that, that I mean, their, their temperature is more than 35, 38 degrees um, Celsius, we isolate them. And then we ensure that we obtain confirmation results from the test center in, before, before releasing, releasing such patients to the public. We also have problem with the fact that um, a whole lot of us are exposed to risk because we, sh we often share um, um, personal protective equipment. And um, when we use it, we have to put it for sterilization, ensure that it's fumigated, and ensure that it, it doesn't, uh, the nurse person using it doesn't contact the virus. And it's a major problem for us here. We have um, high level of fear and anxiety among young and newly employed medical social workers working in the hospital because they are saddled with the responsibility of containing the virus. And it's a new thing, a new area for them to handle. And it's always a major problem for them to address. Even why, even with supervision, it's always, they are always anxious and then they are fearful of the fact that hope they won't be contact they won't contact the virus. And the fact that leaving the hospital and going outside, their family members seem seems to be stigmatizing them that don't come in, stay out there <laughs> before coming inside. It's a whole lot of a lot of fears, a lot of anxiety, a lot of everything out there affecting the young and newly employed medical social workers. In the states, there are poor most states in Nigeria doesn't have house numbering. There is poor house numbering, there is poor street naming and then this poses a whole lot of challenge to social workers because when we do contract contact tracing, it's always very difficult for us to locate houses because most of those houses are not well numbered. Most of those houses and they could not be they are not named. And when they are not named, it's always very difficult for social workers to actually make sure that okay, this is where you stay. Okay, how do I see you? Where are you? And we have to devise several means in order to reach them. You call them on phone. Some phone numbers will go through. Some might not go through. We have to ensure that we see them. And um, by using Jeep, I mean, the Google Map, we use Google Map most of the time in order to locate uh, a patient. Once we enter their phone number and then um, we communicate with uh, IT guys, and then they are a wonderful set of people. They've been able to nav help us navigate the location of, a of such individual that have had contact with the index patients. And um, one more important thing is the fact that there are a lot of stigma and discrimination against persons with um, COVID-19 all over the world, including Nigeria. And um, 
especially among com community dwellers. And it poses a whole lot of challenge to social workers in addressing this issue because when when they are stigmatized and um, they are they are disc discriminated, it causes another another high level of depression for such patients and then they are mostly self-isolated they are mostly isolated in one area so most of the time social workers have to keep meeting the landlord association community association in the area and then we we we, we ensure that we demystify the knowledge um, i mean the negative knowledge they've developed over the virus and the fact that someone who has been tested positive and when if when treated it could he or she could be tested negative afterwards and could live a normal life and that's the right that's that's the, that's the fact. There is practically no remuneration for social workers because the virus is new, is new. so government is still thinking of, of how they are going to increase um, um, hazard allowance of health workers, uh, which also include medical social workers in all Nigerian hospitals. So, and um, most of the uh, most 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 medical social workers working in hospital are government workers. We have we have few of them working in private institutions. So, so if we have pre few social, medical social workers working in private in institutions, there is no, practically no remuneration for them except their monthly income, and that's the that's a major challenge. Another major challenge we do experience is poor access to internet connectivity. Most most of us doesn't have. We use our phones to browse and then. It costs a whole lot of money on the social worker working with it, and then getting access to internet in some in in in, in a remote area. Sometimes we could go, do contact tracing to a, a lo very local community where there is no access to internet. Most of the residents there don't use a smartphone, so most times they use a normal phone to communicate with their relations and friends. So it's always very difficult for us to navigate where they reside and where they are staying through mapping or any. Anything. So most internet service providers decided to stop working at some point because it is extremely difficult for them to track people's address. So and um, we, we, this actually is a major problem because most when the lockdown started, most internet service provider stopped working at some point. Although they later resumed, but it made it very very difficult for us to use um, um, Google Map and also the WhatsApp. So those are the things and. Um, I hope I've been able to explain more about what we do as social workers, the challenges, and how we are able to surmount the challenges. Thank you so much. I'm really grateful for this opportunity. I still remain on Thank you.